Hey guys, MC. Before we get started with this week's ask, let me tell you about our newest sponsor, Canvas Freaks. Canvas Freaks is a leader in the personalized canvas art and fine art niche, or niche if you prefer. They're unique because they custom create every piece here in the good old US of A. So their ship time is really, really fast. They're one of the only companies offering five piece canvases and they're the only one who offers so many custom options while still keeping everything they do domestic. Their mission is easy, to help transform your home into a unique sanctuary highlighting who you are. Whether you'd like to highlight your artistic style, celebrate being a proud American, show the world your passions, or simply enjoying a relaxing ambiance, as we do here at MCPD, they've got stunning canvases for everybody. Listeners can get 20% of their entire order and free shipping at canvasfreaks.com. Just use the coupon code WYE at checkout to take advantage of that offer. Speaking of checking out, you can check out our unboxing video and see a stellar example of their product. Just go over to wyeradio.com slash unboxing. That's wyeradio.com slash unboxing. And now, on with this week's Ask WYE. HMMC. You're listening to the WYE Radio Network. In this episode of Ask WYE, Justin asks, how have things changed in PD land since COVID? The podcast that responds to all emergencies on and off the job. Here are your hosts, Motor Cop and the Happy Medic. Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Ask WYE. Uh, once again, for the third episode in a row, we are Shelter in our... in yeah. place! <laughs> How come that hasn't been a meme yet? Because it really should be, right? There's a lot of good memes coming out. I'll there there really are. There Holy really cow. are. But uh, HM is uh, chiming in here from HMHQ. I am sequestered over here at MCPD. And a uh, little birdie told me that uh, you had a question for me, which I'm I do. not sure how that's going to go, but let's give that a shot. So on the EMS side, we're seeing a lot of new practices, a lot of things that are changing as a result to the response to COVID-19. Uh, we're leaving people at home. Uh, 911 call centers are telling people, no, you don't need an ambulance. Call your doctor. We're hoping a lot of that will continue on after all of this is over. But I'm also seeing a lot of cryptic stuff on the PD side, kind of talking about we're not arresting people anymore because they're letting them out of the jails. So my ask is, MC, what has changed in law enforcement since the shelter in place under COVID-19? And are there any positives or negatives that you hope will continue after or hope don't continue after? I'll tell you right now, the, the greatest thing that's happened is I have way less contact with other people and I'm digging it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be that cop, but I'm, introvert I'm, cops of the world unite. Oh my God! This, I mean, not together <laughs> for a number no. of reasons. <laughs> no, 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 no. And like, like my buddy Jason Brick used to say, uh, dyslexics of the world untie. Exists. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Apologies to our dyslex- dyslexic uh, audience. Uh, insensitive, but you know. they should make that word easier to read. It really should. Honestly. It really should. That's they that's really true. should. Why is that's abbreviation so long? But anyway, what's what's changing in law enforcement right now uh, so with all this chaos? We're not doing any, and I don't mean any, proactive enforcement. Uh, a neighboring county just uh, about a week ago released over 300 inmates for quote low-level crimes. So you're talking your property crimes. 
uh, it, things like that, right? Uh, you know, not violent, allegedly, violent crimes, uh, maybe your misdemeanor batteries, stuff like that. Uh, people will, can, can be released for those kinds of things. Uh, but uh, here's what I'm waiting for now is all those folks have been released. And I don't know if you know this, um, criminals are not real good at following the rules. So I'm waiting for our, uh, an increase in property crimes uh, across the board, across the country, uh, because bad guys don't care. They don't, they don't care. We had a residential burglary happen this past week, uh, and it, it's likely that it happened on the same night as another one around the corner, at least an attempted one around the corner from the same residence. Um, these things happen, of course, but I'm anticipating scams going up. I don't know oh, if you, yeah. you've seen I've heard reports. a lot about those. Yeah, like people literally going door to door in Tyvex uh, suits and basically, you know, we always get calls to be we think they're casing and 90% of the time we're like, no, they're not. They're handing out leaflets or they're, you know, your, your neighbor's uh, gardener or whatever. They're not looking in your windows. Yeah. Uh, but, but this thing, what an opportunity, man. I'll tell you what, if I was a criminal, I would be uh, happier than a pig in poop right now because people are terrified and they will buy anything. So your, your response to that as a law enforcement agency, that there's not much you can do, right? Unless you happen no. to be cruising on your beat and you see two guys in Tyvek suits, it's pretty obvious. Oh, uh, they're um, 100% getting talked to. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, are you nervous about uh, going out there and you see just people automatically, they're wearing masks, they've got glasses and hats. It's very difficult to, to see some of your regulars or some of the folks. I, I'm, I'm wondering, what are you doing different? Anything? Anytime I get out of the car, I won't say anytime. Most of the time I get out of the car, uh, I've got gloves on, I've got a mask on me. And if I'm going to get closer than six feet to someone, mask goes on. Mm -hmm. uh, we had, like we talked about in a previous show, we had a, a death and that was like week one of all of this nonsense going on. And, and we were all standing outside going, okay, this is a new normal. So what do, how are we going to do this? Um, one of the things that is, is frustrating not only for us, but for the citizens, is child custody. You're supposed to swap kids, right? Oh. But during a shelter in place, no, that's, you shouldn't. So yeah, now that's a no-no. So now one party is purposefully violating a custody order, and there there are laws that allow you to do that. Uh, it's two seventy-eight. Is it two seventy-eight? 278.7, I think, of the, the penal code uh, where it talks about the ability to do this. And I am sure a lot of people are using it legitimately. I am sure a lot of people are also using it to screw over their ex. And we, we are not the kind of uh, uh, folks that are going to rip kids out of houses. All we can do is document these things. There's a number of steps that the parent who decides not to release custody of the children has to do, which involves notifying law enforcement, and starting some processes with the courts, here's the fun part, courts are closed. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's very, very difficult. And parents on both sides are getting understandably frustrated and pissed off. Yeah, we've got a friend of the show, I won't say a name to protect privacy, but is going through the same thing where their ex uh, pretty much sent a letter that said, because, of you, because you work in the, one of the three disciplines, 100%. Uh, you can no longer see your children until yep. all of this is over because yeah. I'm worried that you're contagious. And this person Accurate. is like, you're, 
you're flooring me here. I had all this stuff set up and, and she's just coming out and going, no, it's not safe. And he said, I, I tried to contact uh, the courts and find out all the protections and nobody is there. Nobody's answering the phones. But I want to go back to something you said before, which was uh, you're no longer being as proactive as you were. What do you mean by that? Uh, we haven't done a traffic stop in two weeks. Are you okay? You feeling all right? I, I'm fine. I got a trainee. I'm, I'm golden. Uh, it's been almost a year since I've been off the bike. So, uh, you know, traffic stops aren't my uh, first go-to thing anymore. So, so you know, I was thinking here, here on my street, some folks, uh, we've got the, uh, the speed bumps. Yep. Yep. The, the I'm traffic familiar. enhancements, whatever. Yeah, you're familiar. Uh, sometimes <laughs> people go a little me. quick. I was thinking of making a sign that said, slow down or I'll cough on you. Um, but then my daughter's pointed out, no dad, that'll just make them drive faster. So you're not doing traffic stops. I imagine that you're, you're filtering out a lot of your nuisance calls. I'll call them nuisance calls. Uh, everything that we go that doesn't involve either domestic violence, um, in progress, uh, felony, uh, crime, uh, and any kind of court violation of court order, they are all telephone details, period. Wow. Unless... Okay. Un- unless uh, somebody's violating, like, dude, I'm telling you right now, this has been the most frustrating part of this entire thing is neighbors snitching on one another or snitching on businesses. Uh, you know, Sally's salon down the street. I saw her cutting hair. What are you going to do about it? Are you, are, A, if you were inside like you're freaking supposed to be, you wouldn't have seen Sally. How about that? Mm-hmm. But we've been told uh, we're going to edu- uh, educate. No, enforce through education. That's what There you is. go. I like that. Yeah, uh, I don't. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go right back to to the the reason I never gave warnings. Well, never. Most of the time, I'm not a warning guy. You did X. You did you know fifty eight and a thirty. You're gonna take it because if I give you a warning, you're gonna keep doing the same thing because there is no uh, consequence to your action. Same thing here, in my opinion. But I I don't I don't write the checks. I don't make the laws. Uh, yeah. somebody gets paid more than me, tells me what to do. Sure. Okay. But I'm getting real tired of, uh, telling the, the gardener who, by the way, doesn't speak a lot of English that he can't earn a living. Here's the, the crazy part. Dude's mowing a lawn, right? Mm-hmm. All by himself. As always. Yep. I, okay. So what? He's earning a living. He's doing social distancing. He's mm-hmm. still, you know, I don't, I don't get what the, what the big brouhaha is. I mean, if he goes up to the home number, gives a big hug and a kiss on the cheek, yeah, now we got a problem. Uh, stay away from uh, the guy on the lawnmower. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what it boils down to. But do you yeah. think that this, uh, you know, enforcement through education, even though you're like, eh, I don't want to give warnings, but don't you think this is something in the future of, uh, oh, my, my neighbor's you know, uh, the party's up late, they're too noisy. It's just kind of a, hey, why don't you go talk to them? We're not coming out. Do you think that's going to carry on into the future when this is all over? God, I hope so. I, I, I really hope so. Uh, where I work, we have a, a certain, can I say this? Uh, a certain level of service, right? Uh, okay. We tend to go above and beyond what a neighboring agency may do, for example. Uh, you know, kind of the, the white glove service of, of law enforcement. Are you actually uh, wearing white gloves? No, no, they're either black or blue. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I, mean, I can get some white ones if, you know, yeah, maybe, it makes maybe, feel that'll, maybe that'll be the thing that changes in the future. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we'll, we'll get dispatched to stuff where there, there's no issue. There's no crime. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It's, it is not a police issue. 
my, uh, my sister won't give me my dog back. Uh, sweetheart, that's a civil problem. You want to sue her civilly? Knock yourself out. This is mm-hmm. not a, a police thing. Now, if she stole him in the dead of night from your house, sure. But, you know, it, it's ridiculous the kinds of things that, that we have to document sometimes. And the expectation is we, we kind of enable uh, the citizens, in my uh, not-so-humble opinion, mm-hmm. uh, to expect these kinds of, of responses when, you know, so if somebody, I demand a report, you can demand that you're blue in the face. You come on down. Yeah, knock yourself come on out. Come to the PD and do it. When, when my car got broken into in the city uh, and I called for an officer to come out, they said, well, is, is the person still there? No. Well, you can come by any police station and file a report. All they did was give me a slip of paper with an uh, incident number on it. Yep, there you go. And that was give this to your insurance because that's all they want is an yep. incident number. That's it. Uh, we'll we'll file one. There's not going to be a report taken. Even the insurance told me there's no report. So okay, uh, your window's broken. Send us pictures. And it was it was very straightforward. Yeah. But there's still there's still a lot of stuff. Um, you know, you're talking about the my sister took my dog. Uh, I'm sorry, you have the wrong number. Oh, this this is not animal control. This is not yep. your this is not your sister. Yeah. Uh, to get the dog back, this is the police. Do you do you have a problem? You know, what's the emergency? That's that's the thing I used to say when I'd show up at some of these calls. You know, are, are you experiencing a life or death emergency? Um, my knee is sore. How long has it been sore? But, okay, why am I here? Right. Yes, yes, they need my help, but they don't know that they don't need my help. But I'm here, so let's do it. I see that changing a little bit in EMS, I hope. But um, yeah, so so that's something positive that could come from all this. Potentially, um, potentially, potentially, yeah. potentially. Yeah. Uh, how is your, how have your habits changed going into the PD and leaving the PD? You know, we talked, we talked ever so briefly about um, when you mentioned, uh, you know, what if you took a shower? What if you clean the house? Everybody's clean and I'm clean and we come over. Is that okay? Do you guys have any specific changes in how you're getting into or out of the station house, the locker room, cleaning, deconning, anything changed? Anytime. Uh, well, Monday morning when I go to work, uh, the trainee and I uh, de-louse the car. I mean, we're hitting it with Lysol or, you know, Clorox wipes, uh, his side of the car, my side of the car. Uh, when I walk in the PD, you know, I've got to grab the door handle to open the door and mm-hmm. I set my stuff down. I wash my hands immediately, right, right away. Just, well, here you go. Um, I've, dude, I've, I've washed my hands more. Fr- I've got, I've got dishpan hands like you would not believe. Uh, and I assume <laughs> we you all do. Well. do. Yeah. We and, all do. Yep. And here's something funny I realized last week. Haven't heard much about the drought lately, have you? Everybody's oh. washing their hands like mad. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, as we're recording this, it's raining a little bit outside. Yeah. I can only yep. hope it's snowing in the Sierra so that we can actually replace a lot of this water we're using. Um, yeah, it, 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 it cracks me up how, you know, if it was, if coronavirus wasn't going on right now, we would be inundated, at least in California, uh, of all news media uh, talking about that's the lowest snowpack and insert number of years here. And we've got to mm-hmm. conserve, conserve, conserve. And nobody gives a nothing about it. it I, I just, I find that amusing. That's all. Yeah. Well, our, uh, our water usage is going to be limited because people aren't at work. Um, what I've noticed is when people are not home, they don't seem to conserve as much. So, you know, they're, they're always running the sink while they wash their hands. And that's the thing that cracks me up. And I mentioned it before these ads talking about how to wash your hands. They leave the the water running while they're, lathering for 20 seconds like dude off gotta save that water man we might need that tomorrow but um i i leave it running i don't care i leave it running there you go see you're the problem if if i'm washing my hands and i'm gonna turn it off well now i'm reinfecting and i gotta wash my head head's gonna explode yeah 
Yeah, it's, it's complicated. I know. It, it, the math I know, it's is, complicated. The math it's, is ridiculous. <laughs> the math of washing your hands is insane. <laughs> Uh, I, awesome. I will say, you know, one of the things that, that has changed on, on the personal level is what uh, the wife and I and you and your bride did last night. And that was oh man, playing was hearts fun. online with video, audio. It was mm-hmm. awesome. I absolutely had a blast. Yeah, we, we needed that. Two families that, that thrive on that personal interaction when we're playing a game and then all, yeah. all of a sudden we can't. Yep. And uh, the wife's family who loves playing cards sent over this link. Oh, this is kind of fun. It's got the built-in video and the audio and oh, all of the usual razzing was going on. That's great. Uh, and, and yeah, the, all the usual stuff. It's funny. In person, we have the one person that takes forever to figure out it's their turn and <laughs> yep. online it was exactly the same. <laughs> the so, whole thing of you <laughs> miming, uh, doing charades with raids. Take, take your shot was so great. <laughs> yeah, because, and, and to give a little, you know, to, to pull back the curtain here a little bit, uh, when the slippery tip was open and you had the pool table in your house, yep. uh, we would always scream at someone who didn't know it was their turn, take your shot. Yep. So as we were playing cards and it was this person's turn, we would say, take your shot. Yep. But this, this person got off on a tangent about what if the families like, <laughs> like separated in the backyard and we could play charades. So I did charades of take your shot. And... <laughs> You laughed I, dude, I was, I was probably for a good thing. minute and a half. <laughs> oh, easily, easily, easily. I was struggling to breathe. I was like, oh my God, do I have COVID? <laughs> yeah. And even through all that, it's still like, come on, take your shot. It's yeah. your turn. Go. Yeah. Just, Play seriously. your card. It's the two of clubs. Come on. So that, yeah, that, was, a, that, was, that, a that was a lot of fun. Um, uh, we have gotten so much stuff done around the house, obviously with the kitchen remodel. Yeah, uh, finished up that project uh, here and there. New switch plates. We, uh, Katie ordered, uh, the wife ordered two raised garden beds. We built those today. There you go. Uh, hung some shelves. I mean, it's, I looked at her, I'm like, you're loving this, aren't you? She's like, it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she Wait. misses, the, you know, she misses friends and all that, but she's like, man, it, I got a yeah. captive audience and you guys are killing it. <laughs> well, let, me, let me wrap up the ask with this. Um, and you know this, but I want to share it with the audience. Uh, I went to Costco yesterday because I'm a brave person. Indeed. And, and I'm strong in will. And we stood outside for about 10 minutes. Everybody was practicing the distancing. They would only let in about probably 70 or 80 people at a time. Because you know how Costco usually is. There's all the old people that leave their carts in the middle of the aisle and then they go over and get the samples. I yep. hope this is the end of Costco samples forever. <gasps> Stupid, wow. unsanitary, wasteful. Wow. The logistics of it is horrible. What a waste of money. Nobody's going to buy the granola bar walking by go, oh, I tasted the granola bar. I'll have some. No, everybody's just there for the free stuff and being dirty. But anyway, uh, they let us in. Easy to get through. Some of the obvious (laughs) stuff was missing. Um, You know, there's the one limit on toilet paper and paper towels and Kleenex and all that. But we got the idea about five minutes into our trip. Hey, we should call you guys and say, hey, we're at Costco. What do you need? Well, shoot, we had two full carts coming out that door. Yeah. And we got, uh, you know, a lot of proteins were still in stock, uh, meat, fish, poultry. We got a lot of the uh, uh, liquor. No better way to say it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And we still still get to the front and the girl's like, where's the party? I'm like, dude, we're all shelter in place. Come on. (laughs) I haven't been to Costco in a month. I got to restock. (laughs) 
So it's it's crazy out there, and I'm I'm glad that the PD is taking it seriously. There are some oh, EMS yeah. agencies. Uh, yeah. I spoke to a mutual friend of ours, friend of the show, uh, who let me know about a local agency that was telling their people just reuse your masks. It's not that big of a deal. Well, <laughs> you tell that to me, and I tell it to the state because that's not safe. So yeah. I'm glad that I'm glad that the PD is taking it seriously. That you guys. Uh, you know, uh, over on the law enforcement side are taking it serious and, and protecting yourselves. And I hope, I hope that we can get some of these positive things uh, to follow us out of the shelter in place. And it doesn't go back to, you know, PD getting sent out to take a report about a missing dog. Uh, absolutely. It's Here's hoping, fingers crossed. Habits are hard to break. You know, we went to that Resburg the other day and, you know, one of my beat partners shook hands with a guy and he, you know, walked over to talk to somebody else, the, the guy he shook hands with. And I walked over, I'm like, hey, brother, uh, go take care of your hand. And he's like, yeah, no, I know. I'm like, yeah, right, right now. No, go, do go, it. right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, God dang it, man. And I realized halfway through, we're walking through this house and, you know, I'm, I'm with the same guys. So, I mean, if we're going to get infected from one another, there's literally nothing we can do about that because I'm in a mm -hmm. car with a guy a, a foot and a half away. Yeah. But when this, the relative of the victim showed up and I was like, shoot, my mask is in the car. So I just stayed away from him. But I did have that, you know, nervous, uh, oh, 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 no, you know, it, it's, it's hard not to be paranoid. You're, yeah. you're never, you're never going to wash your hands enough. Uh, it, at some point, we, we can't just ride this wave of fear. And that's what I keep telling my, my families. We, we do not operate from a perspective of fear in this family. We don't do it. We're smart. We'll do what we can, but we're not going to take it to such a level that we are obsessive, paranoid, uh, where it's going to affect our, our way of uh, interacting with one another. Um, mm -hmm. you, you have, there has to be a, a balance there. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to sleep in a hyperbaric chamber for crying out loud. I don't have a safe room. I'm not yeah, building. You're not Michael Jackson. Jeez. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to build a safe room. I'm going to be smart. I'm going to wash my hands. I'm going to, you know, wipe things down with uh, the wipes and the Lysol and all that. When I get home from work, I go right to the bedroom, take off the clothes into the laundry they go and into the yeah. shower I go. And that's one of the things that cracks me up is what are people doing with all this bleach that they're buying up in bulk? What, they're taking it home where they have hot water and soap, which is more effective than bleach. So right, right. what are they doing with the bleach? I don't know. I, I did see a couple of times that uh, people were saying, don't drink bleach. It doesn't, it doesn't help cure anything. anything. I'm like, did, did, we needed that advice? Are people actually drinking freaking bleach? What the, is this the Tide Pod to get all thing all over again? What is wrong yeah. with you people? Actually, one of the initial things that came out in certain circles was, yes, a certain bleach solution, if you gargled it, it would kill the virus, which is interesting because most of the time it's going to go in your nose. Um, <clears throat> and you can't really gargle anything in your nose. That's called choking. Oh. And then there was, there was another thing where you were supposed to aerosolize salt water, and then it was gargling hot salt water or tea. Um, yes, the virus is susceptible to heat, but not in that way. If it gets in your body and your mucous membranes, those little red things in the picture, grab onto your cells and get into your cell. And then you gargle the hot water and the COVID's inside your cell, which is protected from the hot water. And it's just laughing at you the whole time. So I've been sticking my head in the fireplace. Yeah. Is that not a thing I should do to, for the heat? No, that works. That oh. works. The, sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, you heard it here it, first, folks. WYE Radio, making your right. life better. Stick your head in a fireplace in an oven, sure. maybe. There's heat Ooh. there. Um, you know how when you open the dishwasher and the steam comes up, maybe that. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Pretty much, I'll, I'll tell you what, MC. One of the best ways to avoid this thing is just stay healthy. What? Stay healthy. Madness.
a healthy immune system is one of the best things to fight off infection, to fight off bacteria and viruses. If you get depressed, um, if you don't take care of yourself, you don't practice basic hygiene, you become a target for these things. But if you are doing stuff like MC says, if you're following the guidelines of your local public health officers, we're going to get through this. Yep. If we just stay home, you know, the kids school got canceled through all of April because they're taking it serious. Um, you know, so we'll, we'll see how we get on the, on the other end of this thing. Yeah. Spoiler alert. What are we going to be talking about next on next week's show? <laughs> Hopefully we're going to have to come up with something new because I'm getting tired of talking uh, about this nonsense. I don't know. We might be talking about the epic D and D game that's coming up later this afternoon. Oh, T minus two hours, baby. Speaking of which, yep. uh, let's go ahead and cut this short. Cause I got to get some things done before our, uh, our epic, uh, first journey. First Peace to that. So yeah. until next time, uh, the advice to our folks, I just want to go back and caveat, please don't stick your head uh, in the oven. Don't yeah. stick your yeah. head in a fireplace. No. Uh, if you want the steam from the dishwasher, sure, but it's not going to do much. Wash opens, your hands. It opens up your pores. Wash your hands. Stay away from people. Stay away from people and stay away from people. And that should yeah. do it. There you go. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, until next time, you can catch us uh, on WYE Radio Show over on the Facebook uh, do us a favor, check out uh, Canvas Freaks, our latest sponsor for the show. Uh, you've seen it on, on Facebook, the really cool uh, thin blue and red line flag on the background here at uh, MCPD Studios. Go to canvasfreaks.com and you can get 20% off of your order and free shipping by using the coupon code WYE. Uh, until then, uh, this is MC signing off from uh, MCPD. Cheers, buddy. Be safe. Be safe out there, everybody. All right. Cheers. Thank you.